on this week's dose, it'll just be me. And uh, a big thanks to Brandon for stepping in last week as I was going through a tough family situation. I gotta say, I made it 72 episodes straight without missing one. So let's see if I can break that record here, starting with a new streak now. I really appreciate Brandon. He's a great partner and we've got each other's back. We go to great ends to make sure we're delivering a new dose for you guys every week. And with that, I'm going to start this week's dose with a bit of a mid-year update, taking a look back on some of the goals we set actually back in January, if you'll look back to episode 48. And I'm going to give a little glimpse into what's ahead for the pill for the rest of this year for us. Then stick with me for a breakdown on a couple of startups that recently raised. First, you'll hear about Windborne Systems and their $6 million seed round led by Footwork, which will allow them to continue the growth and development of their unique weather balloons that allow companies and organizations to get way more accurate and reliable data. And to wrap up this week's episode, you'll hear about Yendo, hot off a $24 million Series A led by FPV Ventures. The company offers the world's first vehicle-secured credit card that allows people to gain access to credit without a credit score. Pretty cool couple of companies there. Great to be back in the saddle with y'all. And with that, let's get into it. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein by the hosts and their guests are their own, and their appearance on the podcast should not be construed as reflecting the views or implied endorsement of Independent Brokered Solutions, LLC, or any of its officers, employees, or agents. The statements made herein should not be considered an investment opinion, advice, or recommendation regarding securities of any company. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy a security. You see here, kid? You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump. This is Venture Pill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. All right, first, a little mid-year update for you guys. Uh, At the beginning of this year, we had some goals we shared during episode 48, our 2022 year in review episode, if you didn't get the chance to check that out. We have three goals, basically. Ramp up the interviews, spend way more time on promotion, and increase engagement with the Pilgrims. And so I think we've done a pretty good job of that so far. I wanted to share some stats and a bit of a look back on the last six months. Uh, So far in the first half of 2023, we have done 14 interviews, seven of which were in person and seven were virtual. We did two South by Southwest interview compilation episodes, and we also had 10 regular doses or company updates. With regard to spending time on promotion, I have to give majority, if not all the credit to Brandon, my incredible partner. He's absolutely poured his heart and soul into our clip making effort and social media presence. A lot of fun, especially on the Instagram. If you don't already follow us, Please give that a look and and a follow and engage with us on there. We'd love to see you if if you don't already. Uh, We launched the Instagram only just this year, basically, uh, including also the TikTok and our YouTube. We posted hundreds of clips across those platforms. Uh, To name some stats, we just surpassed 500 followers on Instagram. 
YouTube continues to steadily grow with both our full episodes on there if you ever want to watch them in video format or our shorts. Our YouTube shorts get a lot of organic reach to new folks and our subscriber count is steadily growing. Most of all, we just had a ton of fun sharing our show with our friends on Instagram and even getting in front of a lot of new people. So we've seen that steadily grow and a lot of random new people getting their eyes on, on our content and, and engaging with us. It is pretty cool, the opportunity we have to to share about startups and the awesome innovations happening. Well, all, all the while having a good time and sharing our personality as well. And with that, I think we've done a good job engaging with the Pilgrims so far. So we've done a few Pilgrim Spotlights on Instagram featuring some of our most dedicated listeners. Uh, we've had lots of engagement on our videos, as I've mentioned, and and also mentioned the street interviews at South by Southwest were just a blast, right? Get, getting to talk to people on the street there. Lots of different people from all over the world. If you haven't checked those out, those were, I believe, in, in March or April. Uh, if you scroll back and check those episodes out, there were a bunch of mini interviews we did with founders and investors that we found on the street. Uh, so we hope to do more fun things like that. I think we have a long way to go, though. Uh, you know, I think we've done a good job in the first half of this year. The interviews have been fun, but we want to make sure that we don't stray away from what many of you pilgrims know and love the best. Our traditional doses expect us to reemphasize those a little bit more in the second half of this year. And we still have big goals for our social media growth. I think we can get to above 2,000 Instagram followers and up to 500 YouTube subscribers by the end of the year. We could really use your guys' help with that effort. And we will continue to engage with our pilgrims. If you have any ideas for companies, questions about how to get into the world of startups, people that you'd like us to interview, please reach out. We, we are very responsive on our social media. If you want to email us directly, adventurepill at gmail.com. Go ahead and do that as well. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And with that, this is my little uh, mid-year check-in. And now for a couple of really cool companies I wanted to cover, despite Brandon being on a much-deserved vacation. So hope he's having a good time out with some of our friends and taking some time away from the podcast, away from work, recharging for a good second half here. The first company I wanted to cover for this week's dose is called Windborne Systems. They just raised a $6 million seed round led by Footwork. The round also included participation from Costla Ventures and Pear VC, among others. Now, this company was started as a research project at the Stanford Space Initiative with the goal of addressing climate change through the power of better data collection. So what was the problem they're trying to address? This was not something I was uh, particularly aware of. According to the press release that we have linked in the show notes here, 85% of the globe has little to no weather data, and that's according to the World Meteorological Organization. Now, the opportunity here is massive. Think about it. Businesses, governments, uh, relief organizations, and energy providers, among many other types of companies and organizations, all rely on accurate weather forecasts to do a really wide variety of things. Uh, I think it was well said in the press release. I'm going to directly quote this. Uh, From 1990 to 2022, weather-related disaster recovery costs have increased from $30 billion to $175 billion. And that's according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. And these costs continue to rise. 
Globally, governments spend more than $10 billion annually on weather data to improve forecasts, unquote. So that's just a, a small subset, a, a brief example of how organizations with big pockets are leveraging weather data to not only keep people safe, but to save money. There is a massive amount of dollars in this market. Uh, I think it's underrated and just a never-ending list of of opportunities for Windborne to provide good data to these companies that really can can use more accurate data to more accurately predict weather, which is only getting harder to predict as climate change continues to happen. And so here's a little bit more about Windborne's solution. The team has been developing a new type of weather balloon, a balloon that can fly for a month or so at a time as compared to existing balloons, which typically fly for only a couple hours at a time. So massive, massive improvement on the flight time for weather balloons. These balloons themselves are actually surprisingly small, only about six pounds. And they go as the wind goes, quite literally. They therefore are not harmful to the environment, uh, nor expensive to create and operate. And the company actually already has contracts with several government entities, including the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Organization, as mentioned earlier, U.S. Navy, uh, the U.S. Air Force as well, and they've launched over 600 balloons to date. So impressive growth here, only at a, at a small seed stage. A little bit more about their business model before I get to their growth plans with this new investment. Uh, pretty simple business model. They, they sell access to their high-value data to these companies and organizations, and these companies and organizations have big pockets to spend out of. So I don't exactly know the pricing structure, but I do know that they're already cash flow positive, which is pretty rare for uh, an early-stage tech company, a venture capital-backed company, but just shows that their data is valuable and they have a very unique solution. They will continue to add more offerings as they get more balloons into the air and continue to grow as a company. And with that investment, they will look to operate hundreds of concurrent balloons by the end of this year. And eventually, this is insane, grow that to tens of thousands of balloons up in the air at one time, which is just nuts to think about all those little balloons just flowing around in the wind. I think they've said that these balloons can withstand even the likes of Hurricane Ian that they've had one flying around in and they're built to last. If you look at the press release that we've got linked, they did mention one specific use case, you know, in California, a lot of the weather develops over the Pacific, which is by weather data tracking standards, you know, the abyss, the great abyss that really to this day hasn't been very well covered to get accurate weather data. And so just a really cool solution to a massive problem, uh, very unique it seems. Uh, I think you know, we'll continue to see other companies tackling this issue in different ways. Uh, there is a company I know called Albedo, which we're still trying to get the founder of uh, on the on the podcast at one point for an interview. This is a low-orbit satellite company. So there are a lot of different ways that folks are trying to innovate within the space, whether that be in weather balloons or satellites. There's just a lot of technological innovation going on with regard to providing data to organizations that they can better leverage to save money and just save lives too. I think that disaster relief part, being more proactive, sending firefighters to areas where they believe there will be uh, wildfires or getting those disaster relief organizations prepared more proactively uh, for things like hurricanes and, and allowing 
people to get out of harm's way and, and into a safe place before a natural disaster. There's a lot of uh, applications to this technology and, and still very early stage for this company. We're excited to see what this investment can do for windborne systems and a lot of really great, well-renowned investors at their backing. So this company is sure to be on a good path here, continuing to grow. I'll be interested to see if they'll continue to be cash flow positive as they get into more of a growth mode, but no doubt, really cool stuff that Windborne Systems is working on. All right, our second and final company of this week's dose is Yendo, uh, which announced a $24 million Series A led by FPV Ventures. The round include participation from Human Capital as well as Autotech Ventures, and even includes an additional investment from Mark Cuban, who originally backed it back in 2021. It uh, should be noted that there is that Dallas connection. This is a Dallas-based company. As many know, Mark Cuban loves the Big D, as it's known, popular Shark Tank investor. So what is Yendo? Yendo is the world's first vehicle-secured credit card that allows people to gain access to credit without a credit score. So yeah, let's let's take that in for a second there. A vehicle secured credit card and you don't need a credit score. Pretty cool. Uh clearly the problem here that that this company is addressing is that there's millions of people that don't have access to mainstream financial products like credit cards. And it's sort of this vicious cycle that can trap folks in lower quality options, things like personal loans that can really get someone into a deep hole of debt pretty quickly. And that certainly doesn't contribute to a good credit score. So it becomes this vicious cycle that Yendo is really trying to address. And so here's how they do it. They use the title of the individual's car as a means to qualify the candidate for the credit card instead of using a credit score. So you don't even need to have one. They don't even take it. Uh, it could be bad. It could be non-existent. <laughs> um, you basically are allowed to pre-apply. You send in photos of your car and your car title. And you can have access to up to $10,000 in credit pretty quickly and easily. It's an amazing concept here. They've already given thousands of people access to credit. And they've claimed that they've saved people an average of $1,185 per month. Now, that's massive for these types of folks that don't traditionally have access to good quality credit. And those savings speak for themselves. And so with this investment in Yendo... The team will continue to evolve and grow their product offering to get in the hands of way more people, as many people as possible. This is a mission-based company if we've ever covered one. And it's cool as well. I, I just find the recent innovation within the credit card space pretty pretty interesting. Particularly of recent note was Built. For those of you that may remember, it's probably covered in the episode 20 to 30 range. I can't remember. Um, Built is a, another credit card company that has innovated in a way that we haven't seen and they allow you to pay rent with a credit card which is a little bit different than what yendo is doing but just reminded me that you know this is a very archaic industry i would say right dominated by some of the big players for decades and decades and i think therefore it is a space that is still extremely ripe for so much more disruption beyond the fact that it has been dominated uh, by these big companies for decades there's a huge opportunity to help millions of people get out of that vicious cycle I was talking about earlier. And I think that boils down to what we really love on VenturePill. Brandon and I absolutely love covering companies that are tackling big problems. So think about a massive industry that has been really the same for years and years. Not much change or innovation. 
dominated by the big players. As we would like to say, I think Brandon would like to hear me say, down with big credit card, down with big banks. is really a broken system with an opportunity to make financial freedom more accessible to everyone. And combine that with such an innovative idea, an idea that is like almost one of those that's like, how did nobody think of this or something similar to this? A really cool way to tackle this problem, helping people and making money along the way. You know, clearly, they've got some good investors at their backing. I think a lot of room to grow and expand beyond this initial product offering. And again, a massive market that, that is largely untapped. Existing options to the people that Yendo is looking to target uh, are not good. They're expensive. They contribute to that vicious cycle I mentioned, of course. And it's millions of people, right? These are underserved communities largely, and they deserve a better way to build financial freedom and 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 start to build that wealth across generations. Uh, and a big part of that is just having access to reliable credit, start to build that credit score, and that starts to snowball in a much better way, in a positive reinforcing way, as opposed to that negative reinforcing way. And just an awesome solution. I love the idea here and just excited to see what they continue to do uh, as they look to grow. They were a little bit vague in, in their plans to grow, maybe keeping those cards held close to their chest, so to speak. Uh, but I think it won't be too long until we see more innovation from Yendo, uh, a bit of a rebrand here and an influx of capital to really pour the fuel on the fire as they look to grow and continue to tackle this problem and accomplish their mission. Uh, so we'll be keeping tabs on them as we do. And with that, that is the end of this week's dose. I appreciate you listening to me babble on without, without some Brandon interjections that we come to know and love. We expect to be back in the saddle together next week, and we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of Startups and Venture Capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okie-dokie, that's all right, but wait, I don't know how to do